Yes, people. Welcome back to another episode of the Ballers in God podcast. We're so excited, guys. Today, nah, I'm telling you, today we have got an amazing, amazing special guest joining us for the third edition of the Ballers in God podcast. I'm joined by my host, co-host, Mr. KJ. How are you doing, KJ? I'm good, man. I'm in good. Uh, busy, busy week ahead. I've been enjoying uh, celebrations with the uh, family and friends, uh, birthday celebrations last week. So, yeah, man, it's been it's been real good. And I'm I'm super gassed right now. I am so excited right now for for what's about to about to happen. How are you? How are you, John? I'm well. I'm well, man. I mean, it's been, it's been a Valentine's week this week for all the people watching. And God and God has not provided you your wife, your wife or your husband yet. Just keep in faith, guys. God is going to deliver. Or he's going to <laughs> hey. deliver. <laughs> hey, amen. No, but I'm, I'm well. Amen. I'm well. I'm coming. I'm coming back from injury now, so I'm back on the mm. pitch running. But enough about me. I want to turn our attention to a very, very, very special guest. I'm going to hand over to KJ to introduce our guest this evening. Right. Where can we start with this this baller? You know, with this baller. <laughs> oh, he's been playing football all the way around the world. The legendary <laughs> number nine, Super Eagles legend, deadly striker. Goals left, right, and center. And not only is he a legendary striker, not only has he played for my team that I love, Manchester United, but he also is a fellow Christian and a man of God himself. It is the one, the only Odion Igalo. There's there's no more, there's no more that can be said. Just just welcome. Just welcome, my brother. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm really happy to join this and um I'm looking for what God will use us to do tonight, you know. So I'm excited. Amen. 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 Brilliant. So, so yeah, where are you where are you posted right now? You look like you're you're enjoying yourself. You're just lounging. You got nice, <laughs> nice I'm in my back. bedroom, you know. I'm just chilling on my bed, you know. I just came back from training, I ate and I'm, and I'm just relaxing, you know. It's uh 11, 18 p.m. here, you know. You know, we're three hours ahead of UK, you know. So yeah. Well, well we, no. we we are thankful. We are grateful for mm -hmm. the fact that you spend our time, uh, your time with us right now. It's that's yeah. mad. Like people, three hours ahead, Saudi Arabia. Just just note that down. So when you're traveling out there, you can, <laughs> you can uh, arrange your schedule accordingly. Yeah. <laughs> but how is it, Odin? How is it in? In obviously you played in you know UAE and now you're in Saudi. How has it yeah. been settling in to your new club over there? Oh, you know. We footballers, we are we are used to traveling and we're used to changing environments and all that. You know, it's not been easy, you know. But this is the job, you know. If you want to keep the family and yourself okay, you just have to do with whatever comes, you know. And uh, God has been faithful, you know, directing me, helping me to settle settle down. And football has been going on well, so I thank God for everything so far. I can't complain. I can't even complain about nothing because God has been faithful. So I'm happy. Amen. Amen. Odion, you, you are, you've had an incredible career, you know, I think humble beginnings right to the very top. God has been faithful mm. and you have been mm. bagging goals wherever you've been, but coming mm. towards maybe the latter stage of your career, is your passion still the same for football now as it used to be? Yeah, because, uh, uh, you have to keep the same passion, you know. For me, I don't know for any other person, you know. I keep the same passion and I feel that I've not achieved nothing yet. I keep myself grounded in God and always humble and giving God thanks for 
everything I've achieved and whatever I'm still gonna achieve, I still keep working out as if I've not achieved nothing, you know. So uh Cristiano Ronaldo is 37 years old today, still doing what he's doing. So why and it's not it's not slowing down. So why would I slow down? So I think the passion is still there and I'm still going to keep doing what I'm doing to when moving to when God says it's time for me to stop. Brilliant. I mean, so Odeon, the first Nigerian to score in the World Club Cup uh, competition. How, how was that for you? was a great feeling first i would say i thank god for that i give god the glory and uh, it was a great feeling you know and all those kind of achievement you don't you don't you don't know what it is now you know after your football career and people started talking about it or you see watching the club world tournament and you remember this is what you did and this is the achievement then you're going to feel it much you know now i just feel like it's just normal you know and I thank God for it, you know, because when I saw people posting about it, talking about it, I was like, wow, this is an achievement and I give God the glory for that. And I'm very happy, you know, and I want to still keep the ground going and keep working out and remain as humble as I am. Hey, Amen. That's, that sounds classed out. Like, literally, I, I remember, um, like, early in the week, I was literally in the, the kitchen and my, uh, my dad was watching the Club World Cup and he goes, oh, Arjun Igalo scored for uh, for his club. I was like, oh, I was like, really? I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. It's so cool. It's so good to see you out there scoring goals no matter where you go. Uh, but we've got to take it back, though. How does mm. a Nigerian man, the first Nigerian man ever, go from his beginning to scoring in the club uh, World Cup? That's what we want to know. So could you just tell us a bit about your background? What is it like for young Adian growing up? What was it like growing up in Nigeria uh, in, in the start of your life? And and how did that shape you as the person that you are today? Well, the in the beginning was was not easy. It was very tough. I was born in Lagos, in Ajegula. If you, I don't know if you know where that is, like a ghetto. Mm. It was, it was difficult upbringing. Uh, you grow up where in Ajegula, you have to decide what you want to do. You either become a footballer, a musician, or a criminal. So you have to choose your destinies in your hands, you know. I could remember when I was young, going to train in the grassroots football. We'd be playing football, we'd be hearing gun sound people shooting like mm. the police are chasing the arm robber across where we are training and all that we're hearing guns and we'll, we'll run and hide after they chase the arm robbers will come out and keep playing our football again and all that you know so remembering all those things is like you know if god keeps me alive all those time and struggling and all that i don't think there's nothing god cannot do in my life you know so mm. that's why i always mm believe in god you know sometimes i talk about god people think i'm crazy or maybe i'm exaggerating and that, you know but i am not i'm not if you know where I, I i was born if you know of what i've gone through in my life in my car and all that then you will know that god is really behind this guy you've seen so so i don't take god for granted or share his glory with any man or any mm. human you know mm. i was born in 
Gulay, it was not easy, struggling, you have to buy, you know, in Nigeria, it's not like in Europe, you know, that you mm. have the academies that provide everything for you. There, you have to buy even your water you drink, you have to buy football shoes for yourself, you have to even mm. pay for the time you train, like, like a training dues, you have to pay, you know. And I know many footballers then, they're better than me, they did not make it today because their mother or their parents cannot afford to buy them football shoes, mm. to pay for training deals, to pay for transport for them to travel, to go play games and all that, you know. But that's why today, I don't joke with my mom. After God in my life is my mom. Apart from my children, my mom, I don't joke with her because she stood by me. She provide mm. everything for me with a little <clears throat> thing she, she sells then. I'll be crying. I need to buy football shoes. I need to pay for training deals. I need to pay for transport because we are going to play a game in another city and all that. You have to pay for everything yourself. I could remember when we went to play one game outside Lagos, you know. Two players could not go and those were the best players in my team, but they came from a very poor background, you know. That night I cried for my mom. I cried. I said, I'm not going to sleep if you're not giving me that money for transport. Do you know that that, that game we went to play, that's when I've been picked because we wow. went to play Premier League side in Nigeria, Julius Bega. Mm. Mm. I was being picked. We are three that the coach picked, Coach Fatama. He picked us, said, you guys are good players. Join the team in the camp to be training with, with the team here and, and all that, you know. So then I, I joined the team. I started training and playing with them and all that. Then I played uh, uh, in Julius Bega then before a scout from Norway came and took me and all that, you know. So I look back and I said, most of the guys who are training, some are still back there in Nigeria, you know, still playing just football for plain sake, you know. And they don't have the opportunity because then they, are, they don't have parents who can afford transport for them and all that. My, that night I cried and my mom gave me that money. And today it's history, you know. So from mm. there to Norway, my first club assigned is in Norway, not slowly, not slow, in back in 2007. Then from there to Dinese in Italy, from there to Granada in Spain, from Granada in Spain to Watford. Then from Watford, I went to Changchun in China. From Changchun, I went to Shanghai, another Chinese team. From there to Manchester United. Let's from go. Let's go. There. To Al Shabab in Saudi Arabia, then from Al Shabab now to Halilab. So it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been tough. This is my eleventh club, I think. Eleventh mm. club and sixteen years in professional football, you know. And God has been doing and all that. So sometimes people don't see reason when I call God. When I call God, they say, "Oh, maybe I'm not a perfect man." You understand? I'm not a perfect boy, but I know there is someone up there. God who has been guiding me, leading me, who has been making it making things possible for me. Not because I am better than many. If you want to count strikers now, I'm the least. But what I've achieved in my life today, I can beat my chest that I owe God everything. It's mm. not, it's not, I'm not self-made. I owe God everything in my life today, everything I've achieved and whatever I'm still gonna achieve. Is God, because I know 
there's so many people that deserve even 10 times better than what I have today, but they don't have it, you know. I just think God loves me. That's why he's been blessing me. So I, I, I thank God it's been a long journey and the journey is not about to end. So I'll keep going to God says time. Wow, that's, that's powerful, powerful stuff there. Like to hear your your background that you're playing football and the next thing you know you got sh shots and so you're dipping and you're running to to, to find safety is is crazy and then to to mm. be a place where you you've you've come from little and now you've got so much it's just it's so beautiful to hear mm. and the, that story of the the day that you're begging and begging for the money to go for uh, go play is the day that you get picked for the for your team that sets off your career. That's how you know God knows what he's doing in God's timing. When God has a plan for you, when God has, he has a path for you to take and you are there, you're willing to take it, he will take you as far as 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 you can imagine, like even further than you can imagine. I'm pretty sure mm. as a young child, you didn't imagine like the, the career that you would have. Um, so yeah, like that's just amazing to hear, man. I think it's, um, Odin, just hearing you speak, I mean, I've, I heard you speak in many different interviews and just to hear the humility of your dependency on God is, 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 is so encouraging. We have a lot of people on Ballers and God who follow us on Instagram and they ask, how can I become a professional? What steps should I take? People, listen to Odian's story, his journey. He grew up in, 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 in the ghetto in Lagos and there was a process there. You can't just go from zero to nothing. He went through a process which created a hunger in him and his dependency mm. was on God. And so, I mean, it got, Odin, you just said, I, I, God will, I will not share God's glory with anyone else. He, he deserves no it all. And so mm. your, your, your journey, just looking from the outside, it's clear to see that, that God has really been orchestrating your story. And it's amazing, bro. It's mm. so encouraging. Just to rewind it back a little bit, Odin, what kind of environment did you grow up in spiritually? So did you always have to go to church? Was there other religions about? Like, how was it growing up as, for, as a young man? In terms of your faith funny enough you know my my mom is a muslim mm. my dad is a christian so i grew up seeing my elder brothers and sister going to we're born in a catholic church mm. going to catholic church and all that so we're going to to the class baptism class the first holy communion class and all that you know so bit by bit like that i got closer to god get closer to god start praying but I I knew when I when I finished school, then I started training with grassroots. I started there is one church close to where we used to train. It's a pastor who come to preach and all that, talk and all that. So I started going and hearing the word of God, started encouraging me and all that. So from then I draw closer and closer to God and I make a vow that God, I will serve God and I will I will depend on God on everything and all that. I remember back in 2005, I made a vow that when I first of all signed in that Julius Beggar team, I made a vow, I said, God, I'm going to serve you and I'm going to serve you with all my life, even with my 10% of my tithes and all that. All that Amen. And I, I've never stopped that till today. And I see the blessings in that till now. So it's... I've been serving God since when even I've not even achieved nothing. Mm. Then now I have achieved everything you can think of of life. Why will I stop serving God? Even my, my uh, is double now because nothing you can tell me about God I've not seen. I've mm. been through situation and God 
come out and take me <laughs> off it like it does not even happen some things i thought is going to even break me and going to kill me god just picked mm-hmm. me up he turned it around to be a blessings and all that so sometimes i don't even shake again when something's happened i just said i know it's it's turning around it's going to turn around it's going to turn around and all that you know so i i didn't really come out from like a pastor or 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 really really christian background i just dropped see my my era was going to church and catholic church and i joined them mm. that's it you know my mother is still a muslim today i'm a christian he supports me whatever i would do in church he goes with us whatever she does as a muslim i support her and all that you know because i just believe we serve the same god as long as we have mutual respect and we we respect each other we pray to the same god and all that we live happy wow guys honestly just hearing audience speak about his faithfulness to god and the way he's trusted god from the beginning to now and he mentioned tithes now listen guys <laughs> tithes yeah 10 percent. we disciple you know hundreds of players every week on ballers in god and we have bible studies and we study the word and we really pursue god together now the area of tithes guys if you want god's favor upon your life not just god's blessing financially his hand of favor I want to encourage you guys to test God with the tithe. The Bible says, do not test Jesus. Don't, 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 don't test God. But with the tithe, Jesus, God said, test me in this and see that I will not open yeah. the windows of heaven and cause mm-hmm. it to bl- rain upon you. And so I encourage you guys, not yeah. just for finances, if you want God's mm-hmm. favor upon your life, honor him with your time, your resources, your heart and your finances. You're hearing it mm-hmm. from a man who started with nothing <laughs> and doesn't have anything, doesn't have nothing anymore. God has provided me. Glory to God. And so um, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so Odin, would you say there was a specific time when you said, I'm going to give my life to Christ? Was it in that 2005 year? Would you say that you said, yeah, I'm going to give my life to Jesus now? Yeah, I, I remember when this, my pastor, always go to prayer and all that. He said, they said, okay, if you have not given your life to Christ, you have to come out and, and, give your life to Christ, accept God as your personal savior and all that. I came out, we prayed, he prayed for us and all that. So that's it. Then I make my decision that I'm going to serve God till my last mm. breath. And the greatest thing I've done in my life is following Jesus and serving God. And I've never had one regret or one doubt about the existence of God. You understand? Mm. He has showed up, like I said, he has showed up for me times to type number. He has blessed me more than my widest imaginations. He has done the miraculous in my life. He has done things that people thought it was impossible. You know, some people even think, as I am now, I do voodoo to achieve some things I do because mm. it just happens. They don't know that this man, I'll tell them that I have a great, I have a different grace because I have a God and I serve a God. And I don't just serve God with my mouth. I serve him with my substance, with everything I have. With my life, with my money, with across me and all that. I serve him with everything he blessed me with. So sometimes I tell people that you have not even seen, I have not even achieved nothing yet. You have not seen nothing because he promised Mm. me that even the end shall be greater than the beginning. So I'm even seeing it now. That is what I didn't achieve in my 20s. I'm achieving it in my 30s. So I just thank God for everything. I can't thank God enough, you know. You know, that's awesome. That's that's amazing that's absolutely amazing and one of the key things that i i'm hearing is a uh, is, is, is about 
giving your all uh, to God, giving your all to Christ, no matter what the situation is. And I, I just want to encourage people, like a lot of people think, oh, once I get my, my life right, then I will go serve God. Or once I get to a certain point in life, whether that financially or status or whatever, that's when I can go and serve God and everything would be great. No, just literally he will take, he will take whatever you have and multiply that. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the fish and the bread is a prime example. They, oh, that's what I had, two loaves and the fish. And God, mm-hmm. Jesus was able to take that and feed the many. He's able to take whatever Amen. you have, how little mm-hmm. you think it is, is is great in God's eyes. All we need is a faith as size as a mustard seed. Yeah. And God can go forward and, and do amazing, amazing things. So, yeah. so yeah, guys, I encourage you guys, don't think about what you haven't got. Just think about what you have and just be willing to give that over. And then you'll be amazed to see uh, what will come after that. Uh, Arden, you spoke about lots of like moments in, in your life where you saw God move. You saw God do amazing things, miraculous things. Um, are you able just to share like one story of us that, that, that comes into, pops into your mind where you just see God moved in such a mad way uh, in your life? Or career. Or career, or football yeah, career. Uh, there's, there's many. I'll just mention a few, you know. I remembered when I was playing in Watford. An, an, an offer came for me to go to China, big money. Even Watford already accepted the offer, you know. This was big money. I did not sleep for like two days. I was thinking about it, you know. These Chinese people floored the way they were showing me money in the bags and all that and all that. You know? <laughs> then we, <laughs> we just gave promotion to Premier League with Watford. I scored yeah. 20. Troy Dini scored 21 goals. So my dream when I was growing up back in Ajegula in that ghetto is to play in the Premier League. So I sit down, this is your dream and this is money. You know, I did not sleep for two days and all that, you know, but I prayed about it. My, my pastor said, pray, God will speak to you. Don't, don't. Sometimes, you know, when God wants to do something, you think maybe you're a fool and all that. Sometimes you just have to be full for God, you know, let him just, mm. people fool. Mm. So I did not, I, I turned that deal down. Even Watford were not happy. They already got offer of 10 million pounds to sell me to this Chinese team. This team came, they said, do you want more money? We had 500,000 euros to the money. I said, no, it's not about the money. My dream is to play in Premier League. They, oh, we had more five. They are crazy. I said, no. I turned it down. One, I was uh, the next day I was going inside dress. One of my teammates, Alan Neum, said, "You are you are crazy. Just turn your ear every morning so that so I can be slapping your ear. How will you turn this kind of money? You mad? Are you mad? He said, you are crazy. You are from Nigeria. You're from Africa. Are you turn this kind of money down? Turn your ear. Let me be slapping you every morning when you come into training. Jokingly, I just laugh and all that. You know. Then I played the Premier League. God bless me. I scored 16 goals in my first season of Premier League. Mm. And the same offer from China came even tripled than what, what came. Do you understand? Oh, is that is that not God? Yo, hey, mm. Come on. Patience. Is that so sometimes you you act and you 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 seem like a fool in front of people. But God is preparing something bigger than what you are even crying about. You just need to trust him and trust the process. Mm. 
again, before I joined Man United, never in my widest dream. Everyone is against me. The age is against me. Playing in China is against me. Coronavirus just started in China is against me. But God took me in the heat when the coronavirus just started in January 2020, in the moment, the heat of the coronavirus in China. Then two days for them to close the old airport and all that. God just picked me out and dropped me in Manchester United. Oy. Hallelujah. Oy. Sometimes when I talk about God, people think, ah, this guy is crazy. No. There's so many things I can tell you. I'm just giving you just this little, little one too that you know that this man is, my life is just about God. If if I look the step and everything, he just altered my step and everywhere. And I went to Manchester United. And there to uh, 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 Saudi Arabia. I was angry. January, the, my, my other team did not allow me to go to AFCON. I was mad. I did not train for three days. I was angry and all that. But one day I just wake up. I said, I give God glory for everything. God knows why. I know this is a blessing in disguise and all that. Incredible. And the Nations Cup has not even ended. God took me from there to a, the, the biggest team in Saudi Arabia that won the Asian Champions League, won the league, won the FA Cup two years in a row. I've been winning it and all that. You know, took me to the biggest team in Saudi Arabia and make me even play Club World Cup that I've never dreamed I'm going to even play in my lifetime. And even being the first Nigerian to score in Club World Cup, being the first Nigerian to play in Man United. And some people told me there is no God. It's only fools that will say there is no God. <laughs> you understand? Hey. So if I can go on and go on and go on and go on talk for the next 10 hours, 20 hours, I'm going to tell you all what God has done, not only in my life, but people around me and what I've seen and what I've seen God do. God showed up in, in the 11th hour that people think is impossible and all that. I will go on and go on and go on and talk. So people think oh, maybe it's crazy, maybe it's exaggerated. No. It's God. So I... I, 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 every day I wake up sometimes when evenings are not even going, I just thank God. Some days I just do just Thanksgiving. I can play worship song 24 hours. It's my, it's my way of thanking God for what he has done in my life. Some days I, I wake up, I don't even pray. I just want to worship God. I just want to thank God. I don't want to even ask God for anything. My life now is just Thanksgiving because he has done so much for me that I've, I cannot even imagine of so it's just to thank him because I believe when I thank him, we're even going to do more. So there's no need of stressing God for giving me this, give me that. I want that. I want that. It's just prayer of thanksgiving. I do mostly and protections. So God has been has been faithful to me. He has been faithful, and I know He has been faithful to you guys. He has been faithful to many people I know, but mine, He has been from day one till today, and I know He will not stop unless I change which I will never change. Who, who, who is going to... I've never seen it, somebody that put sugar in his mouth and he's going to spit it away. Mm. <laughs> Nobody that's going to put sugar in his mouth is going to spit it away. So and you don't change winning formula. Mm. So my winning formula is Jesus, is God. So why would I change? Amen. 
Wait, the, you don't change a winning team. You don't change no. a winning team formula. You don't change it. Yeah. You keep sticking no, by it. No, you don't change it. You don't yeah, change man. it. You keep it going. That's it. That's wonderful. That's yeah. incredible. Honestly, no one puts sugar in someone's mouth and they spit it out. The Bible <laughs> yeah. says, taste and see that the Lord yeah. is good. <laughs> Guys, yeah. you might be watching this podcast and you're an atheist. You don't believe in Jesus. But we want to challenge mm. you. Just taste and see. Jesus mm. will change your life. Not just to make your life better, but he will save your soul and give you true peace and true joy mm -hmm. that you can't find anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable, Odion. Unbelievable, man. I know you're not a man who likes to speak about how you help people. But doing some research before this podcast, I've been able to <laughs> see different areas in which, you know, you, you sow and you help people. And the Bible says in James 1.27, it says, religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, mm -hmm. to look after the orphans and mm -hmm. widows in their distress and to mm -hmm. keep oneself from, the, from being polluted by the world. Odin, God has blessed you, obviously, financially. Mm -hmm. Do you feel, I mean, doing research, in Lagos, you help widows, you've got an orphanage. With the uh, foundation and stuff, with, with, with the finances that you've got, do you feel like there's a responsibility to be a good steward of what God's given you? Of course, you know, because he even say, give us never lack, you know. Uh, mm. God bless me and I want to be a blessing to, to people around me. Not people, even most of the people I don't know. I do my best to make sure I do whatever I can do because... We came with this life with nothing. We're not going to go with nothing. It's whatever I do here that God is going to judge you with, you know. The blessings I gave you, what did you do with it, you know. Mm. So I pray for God for blessings. I work out for it and he gave me the blessings. So I I give in return, you know. And giving in return, even God even used it to open my way. I built an orphanage in Lagos with my own money and all that big, massive one have widows i have like 100 and something widows i'm taking care of on monthly basis i have cripples i have widows in abuja different parts mm -hmm. of the states in nigeria different orphanage i take care of on a monthly basis like when i when 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 month end when I do transfers and all that, my accountant already know. I don't even need to tell my accountant in Nigeria. <laughs> it, it just know the people I'm sending things to and all that, you know, mm. to this orphanage, to this orphanage, to my widows and my my own orphanage just pay the worker salaries, mm. the food stuff, all that, you know. So all those things are even what is opening ways for me, you know. I sometimes when I go through challenges and some things, I just call the, my children in my orphanage. They'll just say one or two prayers for me everything mm. we just open back again you understand so all these things is blessings you know giving is a blessing some people don't know you just think you're giving your stuff away god is returning it back for you even times 10 you know imagine mm. those little children praying for you the widows praying for you cripples praying for you not all the people you are apart from friends family relative and all that but just people that they can't even afford to eat, praying for you, the, prayer, the prayers will go a long way. The prayers mm -hmm. will go a long way. So I've been doing that for long and I've seen the blessings. So I don't want to stop. So giving is a blessing to me, not me giving out the admit, losing money, people taking it away. For me, it's a blessing in disguise. So mm -hmm. 
I'm I'm happy God is using me to do that, and I don't want to stop, you know. So yeah. Do do you feel like a sense of pressure knowing that you've got everything back back home? um riding on your income basically how well you play and and how how you're doing is there a sense of pressure of if i don't deliver then i've got all these people behind me as well who might be affected yeah sometimes you think about that too you know but i don't let that go into my head i just tell god to to take charge to take control of whatever situation and all that but sometimes when you think about people that depend on you you don't want to you don't want to even you don't want to even stop. You just want to keep working out and giving your best and being successful. You understand? Because there's so much people that depend on you. But though it's your life anyway, you don't owe nobody nothing. But still, as a Christian, you still have that burden in mind. You know, for me, I feel like I have a responsibility to help people. I have a responsibility. Maybe that's what why God blessed me what I have today to give people, you know. I remember there was there was a time I was I was stressed and all that and I was like me and my mentor was talking I said ah, it's not easy oh, this I do this I do that he said just be thanking God because God know you can do this that's why he's put you in this position he said let me tell you my son do you want to knock on somebody's door to ask them to give you water to drink or you want someone to knock in your door to ask for water mm. That wow. alone changed my own perspective of everything wow. I was thinking about. All the stress and all that. Anything that now I just say it's well, it is well, it is well, it is well, it is well. So I don't, I don't, I don't put all those things in my head again because me doing that is because God blessed me with it and He knows I can do it, I can afford it. Even it's not everything. It's not even half of what I earn, I used to do all that. So why am I going to be complaining and all that, you know? Mm. So he said, do you want to knock to somebody's door to ask or you want them to knock to your daughter? I would prefer them to knock to my door to ask than me knocking on somebody's door to ask. So Brilliant. he said, be thankful. And thank God God put in that position for them to knock your door. So that changed my whole life and my whole perspective of stress about pressure about burden on, on, on people put on me Odin, just before um i mean that's incredible what you just said but you just mentioned mentors and you mentioned a pastor how important has has mentors and pastors been in your life is 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 been very great in my life it keeps me grounded because imagine i'm in saudi arabia i don't have church when i was playing in china i don't have church my Bible is that I do my Bible reading every day with my pastor. We pray every morning. Sometimes I will be tired and all that game. Another will come. He said, son, we're praying in, we're doing our Bible reading in 10 minutes time. Another, I have to rush up, brush up and sit down Another Every day we do that. This morning we do, we did that. We even, I even post it on my WhatsApp every time. Every time we do Bible. Today we read uh, Acts of Apostles. Uh, 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 that's what we studied today and all that chapter. 4 verse 29 to 32 i think that's what i studied this morning you know Come so on. we do that every day you know so every morning and all that so he he plays a big role when you have mentor keep you grounded in god and all that you know as human beings sometimes we, we do get carried away you know yeah 
you get carried away with success you get carried away with fame you get carried away with so many things but you have to still keep yourself grounded in god you know so sometimes i even call my hey, pastor we're not going to do bible reading tomorrow morning i'm not going to do prayers we do prayers every day apart from my own personal prayer when i wake up i pray we still do our, we read we study then we pray in the morning sometimes in the nine sometimes i wake up 12 o'clock if i have my own special request from god i wake up 12 or 1 a.m in, in the morning to take charge of the new day to pray to god and all that because i know ninth prayer midnight prayer don't work for me so, you know mm. take charge of the new day pray and pray cry to god and all that for some things and all that, that, that some challenges and all that you know so mentor and pastors are are, are part of the people that they are not god but they keep me grounded too you know always let me know more about the word of god about the scriptures and do that you know because with training and schedule you get tired and sometimes you know but when you know that you have somebody that always keep in check and so it's very good so i really appreciate them in my life hmm. wow that's amazing yeah. here is people having people around you men especially listen me and john were just talking about this before before the podcast as well men especially find men around you older younger whoever to be able to come together and and, and be encouraged and, and keep each other accountable and be able to move forward together because we we can't do it by ourselves um, yeah. and having that that mentor um around you who's been through life just a little bit ahead of you a little bit more experience a bit more to help guide you through um uh the situation that you're going through is is really key so young men middle-aged mm. men older men just just come together and and really really help each other out and everyone who's listening to this podcast whether it be on youtube or spotify wherever you listen to it remember that you need people people are key to help you get into you where uh, you want to get to so never never feel like you can do it by on your own because you won't get far at all only with god they can you make it the furthest and then with to get there you also need people as well on your journey um yeah. but yeah thank you for sharing that uh, Adrian. it's amazing all right this is where kj the football fan gets to <laughs> gets to ask the questions kj kj know. relax breathe 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, um, so yeah, as many people know who's watched the podcast already, um, or maybe have known me from before, I'm a man, massive Man United fan. Um, and Adrian, when you signed, um, for Man United, the build up to it was there was a lot of questions. Igalo, is that really the right move? Um, is is that something we should be doing? Like, what's going on? But as soon as you signed, it felt like I was signing for Man United. Like to see someone that loved the club as much as I did sign for for United, it, mm. it it was amazing. Then it went quickly went from question marks to a fan favorite. Like the, the the fans loved you. Like I know I did. Um, I saw you put on just the shirt and wear it with pride, wear it with passion. And you just put a hundred percent into everything that uh, Man United did. And first of all, I just want to thank you for your service to the club. Uh, I, pre- I appreciate everything you did, especially all the banging goals you scored, especially the one against Lask. Um, absolutely amazing. But I just want to know, what was it like at just being at Manchester United? Like, obviously, like <laughs> you said, you never thought about it, you never dreamed of it, but you're here, you're your childhood club. Yeah. What was it like being able to go into training every day, seeing mm-hmm. the manager, seeing the players, knowing that you've got that crest on your chest? uh you know i never dream about it i never imagined in my life but 
you know, when God does something, he is like, sometimes we, we get unmerited favors. That's why we have God. Sometimes when I pray, I pray for unmerited favors. I say, God, some favors, people will say, he does not merit it, but it happened because God made it happen. So my journey to Manchester United was unmerited favor. Like I told you, all the hope was against me, but it happened. It was a dream come true for me, you know. I support Man I've been supporting Manchester United since when I was young. I pay money to viewing center in Ajegule. I save, I skip lunch sometimes to go watch Man United. I dream of watching Manchester United live, not playing. You know, not everybody dreams in this life come to pass. But mine came to pass playing in Manchester United. So you see why I'm crazy about God? It came to pass because a dream come true for me. Putting that shirt, even though it's for five minutes. Now, if you want to call me, now I say the ex-Man United player, the first Nigerian to play for Manchester United. <laughs> and some people say there is no God. <laughs> you understand? So I I I I thank God because is god had made it happen it was a dream that came true and seeing manchester united outside you don't know how big of a club it is until when you are in there. it's the biggest club in the world it's massive mm. i felt at home i would have played for manchester united for free if they asked <laughs> me i got a pay cut to play for manchester united I got a pay cut. I was playing in China, earning loads of money, but I got a pay cut to play for Manchester United because it's my dream club. I want to play. The the minute I had Man United, I told my agent, "It's Man United or nothing. I don't mm. care. It's Man United or nothing. Not just for the money, for the for the for the badge, for the for the pride, and for making my dream come true, and to even for me to even boast more about God." the existence of God. I told God, God, if you made this happen, if you made this happen, if it's only this you're going to do in my life, don't do anything again. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if, I mean, our, our one on, 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 on such a, we, it's never feeling, we're still going to ask more from God. But then yeah, I told God, you do this for me. I don't want to ask nothing from you. I'll just be thanking you. You understand? I played for the yeah. biggest of the world and it was a dream come true. I enjoyed every minute of it. Drive, sleep every night I sleep. I want to wake up and drive into quarantine training ground. Driving mm. in a head player, going to training, exciting. If you see all my picture in my United, you never see my face frown, playing or not playing. It's always smiling. Just being in Manchester United, I don't care of playing then. If you play me, if you don't play this, some people are crying. Hey, hey Ole, it's not playing him. It's not playing him much. You people are crying. But I'm happy. I'm, I'm the biggest team in the world. You understand? Even though <laughs> I, 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 um, it's a merit for me to play, but I don't I don't see the way they are saying it. Mm. I'm different perspective. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, that's... It's a... It's a I'm, I'm, Happy. and it's something that nobody's going to take away from you and all that you know when you yeah. want to this x-man united player that alone is a bigger big achievement you understand 
Yeah, honestly, like that is that is so ah, I'm just smiling listening to you speak about United in that way because obviously right now uh we're gonna talk about that in the moment about, about how they're doing right now. But yeah, just the humility, just the just the love you have for for the club is amazing. And um you've done something that loads of players would dream of one play, but then actually to score for Manchester United is 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 a massive, massive thing. And you've you you was able to do that. And then like I said, that goal against Lass, I think just tops tops it all that that the the juggle and the volley. When that happened, I was just like, <laughs> what's going on? Like what's going on here? Like it was it was absolutely mad. But I just want I just want to ask you like oh, there's so many things I want to ask you. I want to ask you about one player though, just mm. because I love him and he's amazing. Mm. And the day he leaves United, I'll be very sad. Why is it like being around Eric Bailly? <laughs> uh, Eric Bailly is a funny guy. It's a good guy. He's humble, very down to earth, too, very quiet. I love him. He's not been lucky with injuries. And sometimes, you know, with some games, some mistakes and all that. But for me, he's one of the best Man United defenders. Is very he's very fast. He's very skillful. He cal- calculates the game where and all that. You know, he's a very good guy. I love him. Yeah, I was nice. Yeah, I I, lo- I love him too, Eric. If you're watching this, if you ever watch this, please stay at Man United forever. Um, please, like I just love you so much. Um, all right. So now we have to talk about what's happening now. Uh, Man United in the league. Not doing the greatest. Obviously, we, we signed Ronaldo back. Uh, Jaden Sancho have come in, Varane as well. Uh, and we're not there doing was big expectations. There was big expectations. Wait, coming. It's like, yo, you need to know what I'm going That could possibly be on paper the greatest transfer window since, to be fair, PSG had an amazing one. Yeah. But Varane, yeah. CR7, Sancho. Oi. What's what's gone wrong, Odion? What's gone wrong, bro? I don't, I don't just know. Like they just David they can say like a curse and all that. I don't know. I don't know what I would call it. You know, because the Man United have players in that team, good players. You know, expensive players, but they're not. They're underperforming. The team is not doing well and all that. I don't just know what's going on. You know, maybe they need God intervention in that team. Maybe we should join hmm. and pray for them. You know. Maybe, God, maybe we'll fast and pray for them. God will answer our prayer because the way it's going, sometimes I'm afraid to watch Man United. They are playing now. Man U is playing now, but I can't even watch it. I'm scared. Mm. Even, Honestly, not for, even, even if we're not even doing this podcast now, I'll be watching the Champions League, PSG and Real because I, I'm scared to watch Man United now. They give me heartbreak. Sometimes I feel sad and go to bed. So I just want to, I just want to hear the score, live score. Then I won't feel pains. Then watching them concede after winning one zero, the nine minute they concede one one or equal, it breaks my heart, you know. So mm. I, had, I'm scared to watch them. I just said I'm scared. I honestly, you're not the, you're not the only one like that. that this is how you know you're a true fan because I'm feeling the same way. When I say <laughs> Man United's playing, I'm like who. Who's that? You know what I mean? What, what team is that? Because the way that they, they are right now is crazy. But as, as a player, though, as a player, going through something like this now, like where you, you're underperforming or you're not playing to your to your big strength, how do you 
overcome that? How would you overcome that that moment of getting back to your best in a in a difficult moment? There's no other way than than keep working hard because the same way you're working when things are not uh, when things are happening, you're still gonna keep working the same way and because even the best team and the best player in the world they they lose form, you know. Sometimes they go on a bad patch, on a rough patch. It's not because they are not good, but because there's a moment in life. It's not going to always be rose in life, you know. Mm. If mm. everything is going well in life, you won't appreciate God. You won't be humble. You become you 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 feel like you are God. Sometimes you have to have a shaky moment for you to realize that no, you too, you are human. You are not God. Mm -hmm. Then you have to adjust your position and keep working and be humble and be grounded and. So when things are not going well, you just keep working hard or even work more harder, you know. Mm. Situation will always change. It's not going to be like that forever. Mm. Situation will change. But if you said, okay, because it's not going well, then I don't want to work anymore, then it's going to get worse. Mm. Really good. Really yeah. good. Yeah, no. It's so, it's so, it's so um, amazing to hear. I think... Um, Looking back at your career um, over the last how many years, Odin, you played for, I think you said 11 clubs. So you've played in the Championship, which people say is one of the hardest leagues to play in. You played in the Premier League, La Liga and Serie A. Mm. What was the hardest league? Obviously, Prem, the best league in the world, but were there any leagues that took you by surprise in your career? Uh, for me, I would say Premier League is the best league. Uh... For me, it's the prime. I was, I, mm. I, 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 I put it prime because for me, it's the best league in the world. Was it a lot uh, harder or than than than, than it, La Liga? It's Serie difficult. A. For me, mm. it's difficult than if you talk about Serie A back years ago. You say yes, but now mm. Serie A is not to be compared with the Premier League. Premier League is mm -hmm. the most for me is the most difficult league mm. in the world. It's very hard. You have to be ready to run for 90 minutes, not stop like this, mm. back and forth. You have to be physical. You have to be skillful. You have to be mentally ready for tackle and challenges. Premier League is tough. It's very tough. It's very, very tough. I think it's tougher than any other league you can think of. Mm. Who would you say on in your career? I mean, I think personally, when I see you play, you're a defender's nightmare. You're a defender's nightmare. But who would you say is the toughest defender you played against in your career? <laughs> played a lot of... Uh, uh, I would say Sergio Ramos. Oh, wait, listen to that name. Say it I again. Think could be, I think he could be probably the best in history, for me personally. I don't know. What yeah, do you think, Ogden? I, play, I played against him in, in when I was in Spain against Madrid. Anytime he comes behind me, I watch my back, I watch my step. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't want to end my career. That guy is that guy is mad. <laughs> was you was you able to give him the Egalo scoop? Yeah. <laughs> that, if anyone has not seen this scoop, this scoop here, you see, for me, uh, I love JJ 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 Kocha. JJ Kocha for me, yeah, I love watching him on YouTube. <laughs> But this skill that you have, bro, yeah. is so simple. But you just put defenders on the backside. <laughs> the scoop. The Niger <laughs> scoop. <laughs> I think if you did this to Ramos, he's fallen also. For sure. <laughs> I, 
Well, I can't remember I did that to him, you know. That was like uh, uh, 10 years ago, 10, 11 years ago. It's been long ago, you know. <laughs> well, well, that's, well, just that, say you that, did. That, that scoop is anointed. I'm telling you, that scoop is yeah. anointed. Wait, yeah, Adrian, just say you did. I'm, I'm pretty sure you, people believe I, I, I caught them very well in Premier League with that. In Premier League, <laughs> I caught the defenders with that dropping, so dropping, dropping, dropping. <laughs> <laughs> um, Odin, you're out in, in, in Saudi now. Would you like to come back to Europe again to play? Mm. Uh, I don't know. You know, we we don't say never. You know, you can never say never. Mm. We footballers will go from one end to the other. You know, I never expected to play in Saudi before, but it, now, yeah, this is my second year running, so mm. I never expected to play in China. It happened, so of course, if the opportunity in Europe come and it's okay, why not? Me, I like as I am, I I like challenges. I like new. And adventure new environments and all that so why not i'm ready for whatever god as long i pray to god and go, as i have god back in i'm going i don't have any fear as long god back me said okay my son i'm gonna guide you i'm gonna go with you mm. that, oh, mm. even saudi arabia is a muslim country another 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 god said go i'm gonna announce you in that country go and i've seen mm. it this is my second year and he has I've changed club and all that still many you know, still have one and a half year contract. So God is just handsome and I seek his face before I make any move. And when he say go, mm. I go. I don't care this moon, I'll go. Uh, God's will be done. Hey, that sounds sick. Well, if you do pop up in England again, you know, just, just make sure it's not for Man City or Chelsea or Liverpool, you know what I mean? <laughs> stay away from them for me, please. I can't have them having you. The Lord's will be done. The Lord's will be done. <laughs> 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 Let it go. Let it go. Move <laughs> Amen. Amen. Right. So, Adrian, so on this podcast, we like to, uh, we like to pull some uh, stats up. Uh, but when we say stats, we don't mean your goals and assists, even though they are racking up, but they're high. We're talking about FIFA stats now. Have you played FIFA? I don't know how to play FIFA. I'm, 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 I'm even ashamed to say this, you know. <laughs> I don't That's know okay. He's yeah. too okay. busy with business, man. Big boy That's moves. Come <laughs> <Don't, laughs> with FIFA. All right, back and go. So, FIFA like to they create uh, player cards with uh, what they feel your stats are. Um, that the max stat you can get is ninety nine. So we've got your FIFA card here. We've got your FIFA player. Right here, mm. we're gonna pop it on the screen. There is your FIFA card. It's not updated to your your team that you are at now, but there is your seventy-five non-rare gold, sixty-seven mm. pace, seventy-seven shooting, sixty-five passing, seventy-three dribbling, forty-two defending, and seventy-five physical. Do you think that reflects you as a player, or do you think there should be higher stats there, like higher pace or something? <laughs> well. Me, I don't mind anyone. Uh, I think pace is a bit lower there. Agree. Uh, pass, I'm okay with that. Short, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Defending, it's a bit lower too. Oh, you so say I you work, you work hard. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I have my team. I come back to defend sometimes. Mm. So that defending is, but. I don't I don't dwell in all these kind of things, you know. I just watch it sometimes, I'll just move on. 
as long as I'm scoring goals, I'm doing well and I'm getting paid. So, but you see the physical stat when Odion gets the arm there, it's finished for defenders. Mm. So, that stat needs to come up physically. Yeah, or at least, or I remember against, that, I'm sure. Yeah. I remember against Man City when we uh, when when we won 2 2 0, Scott McTominay uh, scored that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember Odion coming on, yeah. And I forgot who was the branching up, but he got received the ball. I want to see is this. And for a good 30 seconds, man, just holding off the defender. I was like, yes, Adrian, yes, hold him off. Listen, Run down the line. Naja, no de carry last. Strong, no de carry last. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, brilliant, bro. Listen, man, we're going to um, just ask you a few uh, 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 questions. But before that, um, I want to ask you, for your ultimate five-a-side team. So you're the manager and you can pick five players in the history of the game to play mm. in your five-a-side team. Who are you picking mm. in your team, Odium? Uh Goalkeeper, I'm going to pick David Dekia. Defenders, I'm going to pick two defenders, Sergio Ramos and... Uh, Sergio Ramos and uh, Van Dijk. In the middle, I'm going to pick. They can be retired if you want, just to let you know. It can be retired. Yeah. If you want, yeah. Okay, in the middle, I'm going to pick Zidane. Mm. Striker, I'm going to pick Messi and Ronaldo. Fair enough. Why? It's pick six players, but it's okay, bro. It's all good. It's all good. Keep them, keep them. Unbelievable. Oi. Wait, that's a mad team, you know. That's a mad team. Hey, that's class. Nice, nice and quick. All right, so we've got some. What would we do? We ask the uh, fans uh, if there's any questions they would like to um, like to ask you uh, before uh, towards now that we had uh, towards the end of the show. And we got a couple of quick fire questions for you. Number one is from uh, from a fan called KJ. Um, I heard he's an amazing guy. <laughs> uh, so um, the Man United fans gave you a nickname. I'm not too sure if you're aware of this, but um, Uncle Iggy was what we used to call you i'm still do like what do you feel about like that as a nickname do you feel like is is right it's wrong like uncle iggy uncle iggy yeah <laughs> why are they calling me uncle <laughs> <laughs> i think it's it's cuz you was one of the oldest it sounds, it sounds funny you know <laughs> uncle 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 yeah. <laughs> it sounds funny so it's okay Sounds okay. funny, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, uh, simple one. What's your favorite Bible verse? Uh, Psalm one to one. Okay. Nice. And what, why is that I will for the people? Up my eyes to the east, so it comes to my head. My head comes to the Lord. We made heaven and earth. Amen. 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 Um, yeah. So you've got a, apparently you have a famous quote. I don't know. I don't know how much you've said this, but Favor over labor. Mm. Now, yeah, yeah. One of uh, one of our fans of uh, of of Ballers and Garden uh, of you asked, "What does that mean?" So, like, what does favor over labor mean? Favor over labor means it's not how hard you work. It's not how hard you labor. When the favor of God is upon you, even make people that work ten times more than you cannot even get what you get. When I was saying that, when I put that quote on Twitter, I put that quote 
no, uh, 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 December 2019. Mm. I said, favor over labor. You know, people want to cut my neck. You know, Twitter street is very crazy, you know. <laughs> yeah. I say, you are encouraging people not to work. You are calling God, favor over labor. What do you mean? So you don't want to work this, this, this. Then January 2020, I signed for Man United. And I say, now you understand why I said favor over labor. Hey. Now people now say, ah, now we understand. I say, no, you're not going to that because sometimes I speak in parables with, with what God put in my head and all that. So you think maybe this guy is just talking for what he's talking. So God will use it his ways in life to confirm what he's trying to say. So now mm. in January, in December, I put that the world was all almost want to cut my neck. Then in January, God took me to Man United 2020. And now people now realize why I said favor over labor. It's not how hard you work. When the favor is, God upon, is upon you, people will be working, working, working. You just have favor. You just walk through there and you get everything. Amen. 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 That's wonderful, bro. But that wow. does not say you should not work hard. You have to work hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a balance that, I mean, there's going to be hundreds of young footballers listening to this. And of course, God's favour isn't fair and we desire his favour. But at the same time, God blesses us when we um, mm -hmm. apply biblical principles. Like yeah. You reap what you sow. And mm -hmm. so don't just be praying, guys. As you ask God for favour and wait upon him and seek his face, as you marry that with hard work, you actually qualify yourself to operate mm -hmm. in God's favor for your life. So Odion is an amazing example of someone who has grafted. He's done the process. He trusted God and he's relied on God for breakthrough. So there's, there's, there's two sides to the coin guys. And it's, and, and, and that's where the value is. There's God's favor mm -hmm. at the same time. As first Corinthians 10 31 says, whatever you do, whether you eat or whether you drink, do all to the glory of God. So be mm -hmm. encouraged in that guy. You're hearing this mm -hmm. from someone who's played at levels that many of us dream and aspire to play it. And so it's incredible. Or the last two questions, bro. You've been an, you've been an amazing guest tonight. Mm -hmm. It's been awesome having you. <laughs> um, one of our slogans in Ballers and God is that we are more than players. And of course, people have celebrated your goals, celebrated your career. But just hearing you tonight, it's so clear to see that you are far more than a player, bro. And it's been an honor spending this time right. with you. Last two questions. If you could go back and speak to 16-year-old Odin Nagalo, what would you say to him? Uh, 16 years old, any advice is there any advice you'd give him from now you give him back then I'll just the same advice I took that's been working for me put God first be humble always ready to learn mm. be prayerful and work hard nice Wonderful. amen Amen. And, and we've got a lot of uh, young uh, Christian footballers who, who are part of Ballers in God um, and also follow the page, Young Inspiring Ballers. What would advice would you give them uh, for their careers going forward? Um, as now you're a, a senior player who's, who's played all the way around the world, what, what advice would you give them? Yeah, they should always trust God. Sometimes it's not going to be, it's not going to be rosy. It's not going to be nice. It's not going to be always good. But they should never get a sleep of how amazing God is and what God can do. Because 
like in my I've seen God show up in the eleventh hour when everything seems impossible. The same God can show up for everyone. So as long as you don't give up on God, God will never give up on you. So I want them to put God first, trust in God, believe in God, be prayerful, be humble. And sometimes it's not going to always go the way we want, but we still need to trust God. We, 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 we don't see God, but we believe he exists. Mm -hmm. So still trusting that he, he will make, he created your universe, he created your world. There's nothing impossible for him to do. He just wants you to trust him, to have that faith in him. So I will encourage them to keep having faith in God, no matter the challenges. As long as you see God, God sees your heart that you have a love for him in your heart. He will show up for you. You always show up for them. So they should trust in God, believe in God, be prayerful, and put God first in anything they do. Wonderful. Wonderful. Amazing, bro. Thank you so much. If anyone's watching this podcast and you've heard audience speak tonight and you want to know more about Jesus and you want to give your life to him or, or you know, begin this journey of faith, then please just message us in the comments below or message us on, 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 on Instagram in our DMs and just let us know. Yes, you want to know more or go deeper in your faith because we don't just want to give you information. We want to give you guys opportunities to actually make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. So that's awesome, guys. Um, uh, Odeon, thank you so much, bro. He, Odeon is also kindly um, going to donate one of his shirts. Um, yeah. And so uh, if you guys would like to win one of Odeon Egalo's, Odeon Egalo, legend G Super Egalo. Hey. <laughs> If you want to win one of his shirts, then please write in the comments. So make sure you subscribe, you like this video, um, and you write in the comments, what about audience journey has inspired you? And we'll pick one winner um, uh, in the coming week. So awesome. Over to you, KJ. Yes, guys. So thank you so much for everyone for, for listening. We're just going to take time to close out in prayer um yeah. and we'll, we'll we'll see the the night out but yes everybody um thank you uh lord for this moment thank you lord for this time we just want to come before you and, and lift up Odeon. we just want to thank you for the servant that you you have guided that you have you've kept well that you have uh provided for we want to thank you for the the humility this this man has the the i want to thank you for the ability he has on the football pitch and the fact that he's got such a giving heart that even though he he has he has the world and has so much that he's still able to give back to you he's still able to give back to his community and to back to his homeland lord and we just thank that servant heart of his and Lord, I pray that as as he goes on his career, that you just keep him fit, that yeah. there's no major injuries, and he's able to, you just continue to fulfill his dreams. He may not even know what his dreams are yet. He may not even know what, what those things are, but Lord, I pray you continue to fill his dreams, not just for football, but just in his personal life and as he goes forward um, yeah. as, as a man, that you're able just to always be there with him and continue to bless him as you've been doing. And Lord, I just pray for all the listeners and all the watchers right now, Lord, I pray that they take uh, heed of what, Audience has said that a lot of pray that their the hearts are touched by the things and the topics and the words that have been spoken tonight and that they can they're able to to open the door towards you maybe they they don't know who you are maybe they've been away from you for a while maybe they know who you are but but they just need that inspiration lord i pray that this podcast this this conversation can provide that for all those people and okay. and yeah we just want to thank you so much for the opportunity that you've given us to to, to speak tonight and I yeah. pray that going forward, we we'll just continue, just continue to give you the glory, give you the praise, mm. and you're able just to let you just do your thing, let your will be done um, in this time, and let us remain humble 
and remember that you are the one that gives life. You are the one that created us and you're the one that knows us inside and out. So let us go to you always. Amen. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right, guys. guys. Thank you so much for for watching. Thank you so much for uh, for being a part of us. Audion, we've got to give you one last uh, round of applause. One last uh, thank you so much for for being with us. I know it's late out there. Um, You've been training hard, working hard, getting ready for the game on on Thursday. So we uh, we pray that you have a good game, bag a hat trick, get the win. Um, (laughs) It goes goes your way. Uh, Obviously, John, my guy co-host he's, he's always here thank you for your contributions and obviously most well, thank you lord for everything that you're, you're doing right now hope you, hope you all have enjoyed the podcast remember comment subscribe like the video for a chance to win one of audience signed football shirts and until the next podcast hope you all have a blessed time and we are out god bless thank you. god bless you guys thank you